0: I picked the wrong music. I wanted to have the happy, fun music for this one. Start over. Game 82 just happened of a season where the Canucks started off absolutely terrible, and it ended up being a fun season. So... While the Canucks lose 3-2 in a shootout in what is honestly a meaningless game, all we were hoping for were some milestones, which we got real close to. So tonight, we're not going to be angry. We're not going to be mad that all of Rekman Larson was the fifth shooter or the sixth shooter for the Canucks. We're not going to be mad that JT Miller didn't get 100 points. We're not going to be mad that um, Bruce Boudreaux couldn't get a 600th win or Elias Patterson didn't get a 70th point or whatever, because all of those are such small things that when you're that close, it it doesn't really matter all that much. At the end of the day, the Vancouver Canucks went from a team that was seven wins below 500 and ended up being 10 games above about 500 at the end of the year and were in the playoff push until game 80. To me, that is... It can't be described in any way other than just a successful, fun ride that we hope gets better next year. Because we've been at the point where this team hasn't been winning. You know, they 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 had that one playoff push in the 2020 bubble, and that was great. But this is a team that was projected to finish around 90 to 94 points. They They got, what, one point tonight? That's already that's already chalked up. They they finished with 92 points, right about where they were expected to be. Now the way they got there was wild, and we were hoping they'd be a playoff team. But you know what? This team exceeded all expectations over the last uh, four, five, and a, four and a half months, uh, almost five months, I guess. And that's something that uh, we can we can celebrate. We'll break this one down really quick, um, and then we'll we're just gonna hang out for a bit and talk about this season, uh, talk about what's next, talk about. Um, I guess the upcoming off season, because that was the last Canucks game we're going to see for the next five, five and a half months until the regular season starts once again. Um, on the plus side though, we will have playoff hockey and that is, uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Even if our team isn't involved, let's start out with the game, uh, recap here. It is Spencer Martin now on Canucks after dark on Monday, clay asked me what I would do. And I said, because uh, because the Canucks played um, Tuesday and then back-to-back Thursday, Friday. Uh, and I said, you know what? If the Canucks are out b- by Tuesday, uh, before that game Tuesday, I say you play Martin all three games. Um, and that's exactly what happened. It was a bit of a roundabout way to get there. Um, but I was right. So let's talk about that a little bit. And man, Spencer Martin, uh, he's going to be a heck of a backup next year. That is for sure. Cost internet for shanoylers no mcdavid no dry sidle kind of good for the canucks kind of bad for the canucks or bad for us watching because it's a little bit less fun um first period canucks dominate uh the it it culminates with about two and a half minutes left an absolutely ridiculous snipe jt miller just rips it just slings it little feed from brad hunt gets to point ninety nine with about 42 and a half minutes to play it ended up being 47 and a half minutes, I guess, with overtime. Uh, Hunt and Garland get assists on that one. Shots in the first period, 17-6. to No scoring in the second. A few excellent saves from uh, from Spencer Martin, though. Shots ended up being 13-11 for Vancouver. In the third period, the Oilers even it up. It is Kulak, a rocket from the point. Canucks strike back about two minutes later, though. Connor Garland gets his 19th goal of the season, which is excellent to see. Uh, I guess that, that puts him at 52 points for the year. Which is pretty good considering he was pretty quiet for a lot of the season, Um, and then Spencer Martin robs McLeod on a two-on-one, which which could have uh, taken the game over there. But then Edmonton does even it again. Another point shot from Tyson Berry goes through two screens. About eleven minutes to go on that one. Alex Jason takes a penalty uh, with uh, with five minutes to play, which looked risky for the JT Miller push. Uh, Canucks kill it off. So we go to overtime. And JT Miller gets uh, as close as you're going to get to getting 100 points. He gets that feed, uh, that cross-size feed, cross-crease from Quinn Hughes and just has an uh, excellent save. Let's be real here. Excellent save from Koskinen. If JT Miller is able to elevate that, which is so hard to do when it's coming in because basically your stick's like this and it's coming in this way. So you kind of have to like do it, It's really hard to get any any elevation on those just because you're kind of shooting it at a 45-degree angle and, and it's tough. But um, But a great save some craziness happens. Quinn Hughes loses a stick, tries to get a stick from the bench. Two people throw their sticks at him. He doesn't get any stick. And then he makes a six stack. The pads block on the pass. Super cool. Quinn Hughes was (laughs) Quinn Hughes was phenomenal tonight. Can I, can I just, can we just talk about that for a second? Uh, Quinn Hughes is, is such an absolute stud. Um, He's just, he's just so good. I mean, how many, how much ice time did he get tonight? Uh, He played, uh, he played 20, almost 26 minutes tonight. Um, so good on him. Um, great game from Quinn Hughes. Um, then all of Reckman Larson goes two on one with Brock Besser. Miller had played it up. So this could have been the hundredth point. All of Reckman Larson goes for the shot here. Um, I, I think you make that pass every day. If he just plays that over to Besser, it's a better chance to score. Um, but then 51 seconds to go. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way they just take a timeout here to like give Miller some rest, right? Like, would that be, would that be kind of rude to the other team to do that? And then Bruce did it anyways. So I love that. Uh, don't move from him. Um, and then a really cool highlight, uh, in OT Spencer, Martin almost gets caught going for the puck, uh, has to hustle back and is able to stay with it enough that Zach Hyman fumbles the puck. Um, so we're off to a shootout, uh, in the shootout. Uh, you're going to, you see a lot of X's down here. There's some good and some bad with that. Um, because Five of those X's are Spencer Martin. Uh, the Oilers shots, they had uh, Nugent Hopkins. He had no chance. Spencer Martin just stuck with him. Evander Kane went for a quick shot and he just gloved it. Uh, excellent glove. Kyler Yamamoto was just so intimidated by Spencer Martin that he f- just played the puck into the corner and, and gave up, sort of kucherov'd it into the corner. Um, Brock Besser tries to go... Sh- uh, that's not That's not the Oilers. Um, Derek Broussard. Is it Derek Broussard for them, really? Uh, he gets stopped by the pad Tyson Berry tries to go backhand and misses, and then it's Devin Shore who scores. But five saves from Spencer Martin, well, technically saves, but, you know, a couple of them were misses. But still, Spencer Martin, excellent, excellent, excellent game, excellent overtime, excellent shootout uh, from him. Uh, where does that put him on the year? Has his stats, his ha, his stats haven't updated yet. Coming into this game, he had a 9.51 save percentage. Uh, he stopped, uh, how many shots, how many shots do the Oilers have tonight? Um, he stopped thirty-one of thirty-three, uh, so that's actually going to make his save percentage go down, which is crazy. Uh, and a one-point-seven-two goals-against average will count as two more, so it'll go slightly up. To, it'll still be below two. Um, Spencer Martin is is excellent. Uh, he'll be twenty-seven going into next year. Uh, two years, cheap contract, basically, you know, uh, league minimum almost, completely buryable contract. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, pluses for this game, uh, and they're, they're pluses for the game and pluses in general, because it's the wrap up of the season. Oh, I'm dying. Uh, JT Miller, um, Bruce Boudreau. Actually, my first one goes to Bruce Boudreau for, for recognizing the importance of trying to get his player to 100 points. Cause in reality, does it matter? No like it, like in nhl terms right this game had no impact 99 points 100 points are almost the same um it probably doesn't have an impact on his next contract um but bruce Boudreaux, it, he's a players coach he knows that you know his his boys uh his boys want to, want to want to get milestones he knows jt miller's 2 points away from 100 so what does he do he plays him for 24 minutes tonight out of 65 uh that that's awesome like just to to go out and do that and be like look i'm gonna give you every chance to do it because you're a big part of this team and you deserve it guys remember that even if jt miller isn't on this team at the start of next year even if this was jt miller's last game in a vancouver canucks uniform it's not just him it's the other guys around him right uh it's the other guys in the dressing room that look at that or even people around the league who, who see that and be like, that's a guy I want to play for. That's a coach I want to play for because he under, he he gets it. Like he, he's a, he's a player's coach, right? Um, Bruce doesn't get his 600th win of his career. He gets to 599. I'm sure he will get that one uh, in the first game or three ish next year. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Uh, hopefully the first game next year, Bruce Boudreau gets that 600th win. um, just not tonight uh but yeah jt miller um has exceeded everyone's expectations and like i was saying if this is the end of jt miller in a canucks uniform uh what a run right Uh, i mean to basically for the Canucks to have traded a first round pick to get a guy who in this offseason if they are going to trade him, they're going to get more than that back um they they truly picked up an appreciating asset um all the criticism i give jim benning Um, but it's, it was a, it's been a slam dunk. He has been such an integral part of this team. Um, and he's going to be a hell of a challenge to replace. Uh, but man, it has been so fun to watch him and and all the times that we can complain about, Oh, he didn't back check hard enough here or whatever. You got a guy who puts up 99 points for you. Uh, I don't care how much he back checks that much, to be honest. You know, Connor McDavid is not very good defensively. I'd love to have him on this team you know he got what 125 points or something this year. Um excellent year from JT Miller, but but so many other players that I want to I want to touch on here. Uh it, Quinn Hughes is the obvious one. Right, Quinn Hughes. Uh Quinn Hughes went from being what were, what were his numbers last year? Uh Quinn Hughes went from in his career or last year he was a minus 24. Plus minus isn't everything, but He was a minus 24. Uh, He had 41 points in 56 games. He said over the offseason that he wanted to work on fixing that plus minus and he wanted to be a better defensive player. And what does he do? He comes out, ends up being a plus nine on a team that's middle of the pack, basically, right? We're talking about a team that finished with basically uh, basically a... what was their goal differential by the end of the year there? Uh, 13. So the whole team as a whole was a plus 13. Uh, he was a plus nine, um, playing who God knows how many minutes a night, like between, between 23 and 30 minutes a night. Uh, I mean, I see in the game, against Ottawa, April 19th. He played 30 minutes. Um, tonight he played, I think 25 ish. Um, and he, 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 did better on the score sheet, right? Uh, he he had um, how many points is that? Sixty eight points this year, one short, of course. But sixty eight points in seventy six games, including sixty assists. He broke Doug Lidster's record for most points by a defenseman for for the Canucks in a season, and he's twenty two years old. I guess he's now. I guess he's twenty three, but he started the season technically being under twenty three. Um, Wait, well, you no, know, no, he is twenty two. Yeah. Sorry. Math is hard. Uh, he's 22 years old. Uh, he's going to break that record a few more times. I think, um, we're talking about, we're talking about a, a top 10 defenseman in the league, right? Sure. He's not Kel McCarr, but no one is literally like maybe Adam Fox is up there, but, but I mean, Kel McCar's ridiculous. Um, you know, he's, he's got like 30 goals this year. Um, so uh, just like the fact that the Canucks have him locked up for a handful of more years is excellent. Um, so happy to, to watch him play, um, Connor Garland, 50 points on the year. I think he actually gets up to 52, uh, with his goal and assist tonight, uh, which is great. Uh, Elias Pettersson went from being, um, you know, from Andrew Walker saying he should be in the AHL to setting a career high in points, scoring, um, getting 68 points on the year, 32 goals, 36 assists. Um, and, and almost, almost all of that came in the second half of the season. Um, so the turnaround from Elias Petterson, I said it for months that I wasn't worried about Elias Pettersson. I was a little bit, but I feel vindicated there. Uh, Elias Petterson turned it around, uh, Bo Horvat 31 goals in 70 games, a 30 goal score. Didn't even finish the season. Um, uh, I mean, he's, he's got a, a nice little extension lined up. I'm sure in the summer, um, Brock Besser, again, heating up later in the year, Tanner Pearson ended up being pretty good value, even though I didn't like that contract. Although he, we know he's going to get traded because Jim Rutherford loves trading Tanner Pearson, uh, whether it's Vasily pod Colson, who came in as a rookie and made a fan favorite. Uh, like he's everyone, he's one of everyone's favorite players. Now, um, you know, you look at that interview, uh, yesterday morning, I think it was yesterday morning, the, the whole Bruce, there it is and his first English, you know, media availability. Um, this was just a, a fun season. Even, you know, you look at the goaltenders, Thatcher Demko, uh, a 915 voted team MVP played in 64 games, 61 starts, three relief appearance appearances. Um, I mean, he's, he's so good. Uh, Yaroslav Halak, sure. He wasn't that great for the team. Still put up a nine Oh three. Uh and, and then Spencer Martin coming in and being the the weird hero that no one expected. Um and, and just you know, overall, from where we were on December 4th, and I remember December 4th very vividly, because I was at a house party and I I I was I was I was gone. Let's be real. The next day, um Benning and Green get fired, and the teams at eight and fifteen and two, and it there there was we were at the point in early to mid November that we were coming on to this very show, whether it was this or it was Canucks after dark, and we were and I was thinking on here and I was thinking with Clay on Canucks After Dark, what do we do for the next five months? Because there are almost sixty games left, fifty five games left, that are meaningless. Cause at the time they were. This team had like a 0.5% chance of making the playoffs at that time. And that was fair. That was probably generous at that time. Um, To go from that and to get four and a half, five months, 20 weeks of fun hockey that mattered, that had them push for a playoff spot that would have been an unbelievable miracle and it didn't happen. But man, again, game 80 had meaning technically. Um, just an excellent, fun ride. And I am glad that they turned it around because man, this would have sucked for the last few months. Um, I think that's my spiel for now. I've been going for about 16 minutes. Uh, so let's bring in you the people. Um, and, uh, and let's, uh, let's finish off this season, uh, a bit strong here. Probably not going to be on for too, too long. Uh, but let's, uh, let's get to the end here. Uh not a lot of comments questions in here uh but we do have agam uh agam uh you know and again thank thank you all of you and I'll thank you all at the end here as well um but agam's been a great uh contributor in the comments section always likes my tweets I appreciate that uh <laughs> 92 points eh who would have thought not me Are you kidding me 92 points this team there's no shot they're getting 92 points uh, yeah, the, the fact that that that's where they ended up is, uh, is crazy. Um, you know, the playoff bar is usually at 95, uh, this year it ended up being, uh, what was the playoff bar? 97 was the playoff bar, um, which is a little higher than normal, but that's, that's fair. Um, Cucks were close. Cucks finished two points back of Vegas and Vegas doesn't making the playoffs, which is great. Um, yeah, that that is great. Uh, Jaskran almost cried when Miller didn't get the 100th point. I was hoping um, it would have been great, especially after he scored in the first. I thought he was, I thought it was going to happen, especially when Edmonton tied it with like 10 minutes left. Because I was kind of mad because like, oh, if the Canucks are up, Edmonton will pull the goalie, and then Miller has it easier. But I was like, well, at least if the Oilers have tied it, then we get overtime, and then it's three on three, and then maybe Miller can do something. And it didn't happen. Um, but I was hoping for sure. Um, Trevor saying, uh, Martin's undefeated in regulation. Is that true? That's so dumb. That's such a dumb stat. I guess it is. Hey, right? no, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Sorry, I was looking at his Colorado numbers. Yeah. So he, he ends up being three Oh, and three, um, in his stint. Uh, so nine points in six games. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Jaskren says next year, they're making the playoffs. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Agam says, if you told me when we fired Benny that we'd be in the race until game 80, I'd say you're crazy. I would have too. I would have taken it, but I, I, it wouldn't have made any sense. Um, Agam's also asking any plans for off season stuff. I don't know. I have nothing planned out. Um, you know, I, I, I'm very busy now. Uh, work is busy. Uh, life is busy, uh, which is why I've been doing this less, um, draft lottery, maybe, Again, Canucks can only go up 10 spots this year with the new rules, so we'll see. Uh, draft for sure, free agency for sure. We'll do stuff around there. We'll uh, we'll play it by ear. Make sure you're subscribed, hit the bell, do all that good stuff. Uh, we'll see where we end up. Our reaction club, they finished the season with 40 wins for the first time in many years. We had 330 goal scorers for the first time in 27 years. <laughs> And we've had a uh, player who finished in, what, top 15 in points, which is crazy. A guy to have 99 points and to be top 15 only is absolutely absurd. Um, but this this year, scoring has just been so so broken. Um, oh, man, NHL.com is struggling. I just got a spinning wheel. I want to see the stats. There we go. I got it. We're back. Uh, no, he's top J.T. Miller finishes uh, ninth, it looks like, ninth in points uh, with 99 points. Top 10, top 10. Connor McDavid, 123. Huritt 0, 115. Goudreau, 115. Dreisaitl, 110. Uh, Kaprizov, 108. Matthews, 106. 60 goals, by the way. Uh, Stamkos, 106. Kachuk, 104. And then J.T. Miller with 99, just ahead of Marner and Panarin. Um, and and Yossi. (laughs) Roman Yossi has 95 points, no big deal. Um, that is crazy. Uh says Tampa gave us Martin for free. Hey, you can't count out future considerations, all right? That guy might be a star. Uh Jaskin says Demko will finally get the rest he needs next season because we'll have a reliable backup. I hope so. You also have to keep in mind that if the team is if you're sort of a bubble team. They're going to ride Demco, right? If this team is just sort of like right on that playoff line like they were for the last few months here, or last couple of months, I should say, month and a half, um, you're going to play Demco a lot. So hopefully they can get a bit of a buffer to allow them to play Martin a little bit more, get Demco a bit more rest, things like that. Uh, Sam says, we'd be crazy to not give Bruce at least one full season behind the bench, given his records here and popularity amongst the fan base. Yeah, uh, it would be really tough to get rid of them. Um, as this management group is a brand new, brand new group of people. Uh, it's a PR nightmare. If you get rid of them and then you do bad, everyone's going to be like, okay, well, you guys are dumb. We all want to Bruce back. Um, and if you do bring Bruce back and then they don't do well, you can be like, ah, well, it was the right decision, right? Like whatever. Um, so there's like, there's no risk to really bring him back unless you think he's genuinely not a good coach. If you're the management group, uh, and like, you don't think he'll get you into the playoffs, but that, that's crazy. He's a great regular season coach. Um, so it, it seems it, it, it's going to happen. I, I have no doubts in my mind. Um, uh, jazz says my bets are there'll be, uh, trades at the draft. Do you think we push in free agency? They, they don't have enough money to really push in free agency. Um, you know, they might make a splash. They might, uh, they might move Miller. Uh, I think that's, that's probably in my mind the play. Cause he's going to ask for a ton of money. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think they'll probably do something similar to this last year. They get a bunch of depth guys that are pretty cheap and, and make some easy, some easy, breezy, beautiful moves. Um, Kai saying Quinn Hughes is so good. It's unbelievable. His ed work and ability to hold the line is insane. I think we're so used to it. Sometimes we forget how elite he is. That's fair. Yeah. His edge works crazy. And you look at his, um, his assist yesterday on chase On's goal, uh, where he's on the wall and any other player would have just dumped it deep. And he just sort of pivots, goes backwards, spins around, goes down the line and fires in on net. Um, there's only about probably five defensemen in the NHL that can do that. And he's one of them. Right. Uh, which is awesome uh leib says i honestly think martin should give the belt to bruce yeah they didn't win uh, and that's what i was hoping too as i was hoping they would win and then they'd give the belt to bruce and it'd be this happy moment now i think they should anyways um, i i i think that spencer martin should have the belt in his locker um, i think he should give it i think he should this is what this is how i would write it if i was a, if i was a script writer i would say spencer martin slide the belt to either Bo Horvat. If he's there, uh, even though he's hurt, uh, if he's not there, then slide over to JT Miller and have one of them go to Bruce and give him the belt. Um, because that just, you know, makes the most, like, it, it would just be the perfect moment. Um, I hope we get, I hope we get something like that. Um, but that's what I would do. Uh, Jaskrin says, can't believe we have to wait five months now for Canucks hockey. It is unfortunate. At least look the next two months, is going to be excellent playoff hockey, right? Um, And I'm sure we'll talk about a little more in Canucks After Dark every Monday will sort of be your playoff hub. Uh, But I mean, you look at, you look at some of these matchups, right? Uh, Which I don't have open anymore. Uh, I mean, you look at, um, I mean, you might get Toronto-Boston. Actually, you can't. They fell out. Um, Okay, you get Toronto-Tampa Bay. That'll be fun. Uh, You get Florida and Washington. You get... Boston and Carolina Rangers and Pittsburgh. Uh, and then on the West, I mean, you get Colorado, uh, against Nashville, Colorado might light them up. That could be fun. Dallas, Calgary, Calgary is going to be scary. I think Minnesota, St. Louis, Edmonton, LA, and it's playoff hockey. It's going to be so, so fun. Um, so even though there's no Canucks hockey, it's summer, you know, you get to watch some playoff hockey in the evening during the day, go outside, get some fresh air uh play some golf if you're a golfer. Um, you know, it's uh it's gonna be a fun summer, I think. Uh Nicole says Quinn rocked the season. Uh agree, Jazcran says quit he's will put up 80 points at least once, maybe in 90. Uh if scoring continues the way it did this year, where the goal there's like an extra like third of a goal per game or how whatever is half a goal a game, uh, then yeah, probably. Uh he's he's gonna be hella good. Um, do, 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 do. let's see. Uh, Justin says, hi, everyone. Oh, it's the wrong one. Uh, hi, everyone. Thanks for everything this season. Wouldn't have been as, as fun without the people and fans. I agree. And I'll touch on that at the end. Thank you, Justin. Um, Bruises at the beginning of the season. I would have wondered who the heck is Lamico. He worked himself into being a good player on the fourth line. I love Highmore's hustle and work ethic. Yeah, Um. it's unfortunate for them that they lost Tyler Mott. Uh, because you look at their sort of underlying numbers, the, the, you know, the analytic stats and things like that. Um, they're like stats with Tyler Mott and then without Tyler Mott and they're way worse without Tyler Mott. Um, but I think they, they are genuinely fourth line players that can be on a decent team. Uh, and, and I think they have earned another run. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gus says the Canucks got the same amount of points as they were on pace from the bubble season. True. Um, that is, that is neat. Um, What else we got here? Uh, says says, part of the group. Get meaningful games in April is amazing. Still think we need some changes on D. I'm not going to fight you there. Uh, the D is not great. Uh, I like to see a more skilled third line in the future. Lots of exciting pieces. Yeah. Um, and guys like pod Colson are, are perfect to, to sort of build that skilled third line where it's, it's sort of gritty and tough. Um, but you'll get, you know, you'll get 15, 20 goals out of each of them, and, and you're laughing, right? Uh what else we got here? Um Jaskin says, you think other any other fan base chants their coaches' names? No, so we need to bring them back. Yeah, again, the PR aspect has to be taken into account for sure. Um Kevin says, as I'm going to do any post games for any of the playoff games, they, they don't do well if they're not the Canucks. Um, so probably not. Um, but I'll consider it. We'll see. We'll see if I'm really into it or not. Um, did I get one wrong? Someone says Colorado's playing Dallas. Oh, cause Nashville has, oh, I was just looking at the standings. Nashville, if Nashville loses to Arizona, then they'd play, um, Dallas or they'd play Nashville. Sorry. Uh, Sam says any team in particular you're cheering for in the playoffs his is Calgary with Marktanev I mean I-, I can't cheer for Calgary because they're Calgary although I-, I I would like them to do well with Markanav I think they have a really good team um I want Colorado to go far just because they're super fun to watch um, I'm cheering for Tampa Bay in the first round because if Toronto gets knocked out it would be it would be funny man what a tough matchup for Toronto eh to go against the back-to-back Cup champs. Uh, even as the, as the number one or as the higher seed. Um, and I really liked Carolina last year and they didn't really do much, um, but they've gotten better. You know, they, they haven't had this many points in a season since they actually, I think they they broke their record that they set uh, when they won the cup in 06. Uh, so I'd like them to do well. I like Carolina. Um, I like their black jerseys too. Those are sick. Um, oh, Setra Edler in LA. Good point. Nathaniel as well. Um, uh, I think Josh says Matthews better show up in the playoffs as are scoring 60. It would be pretty sick if Matthews scored like eight goals in a playoff series or something. Uh, again, I don't like Toronto, but I, I like the way they play. Uh, they're super fun to watch team. Um, you know, Matthews Marner and all those guys are, are just, they're so good. It's crazy. Um, Uh, Agam says we're undefeated in the skates. Make it our thirds. I agree. It should be their thirds. And I, I think it will be, uh, going in to next year. Um, that's my last, that's the, that's the end of the the comments that we're going to take. We're at the 30 minute mark here. Um, I just wanted to say thank you all. Uh, it has been a really, uh, it's been a fun year. You know, our, our first year sort of doing this, um, more and more than I had been before. Um, you know, I started this at the beginning of last season and then to uh try to do this live after every game. Obviously, I fell off a bit near the end, but this was a lot. Uh, I probably did. I don't know how many. I guess I can search this, hey. If I just search post game show. How many? 59. Sick. I think this is the 60th. Pretty good run, I'd say. Um And you know all you guys hanging out i mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun if there's four people in here right uh or three people um so you guys for for joining and all your all your supportive comments and uh you know i i can only fill about 15 minutes of airtime by myself so your your comments have been very very useful um so thank you for those um yeah as for this off season we'll see what we do Uh, again draft and free agency i'll definitely be around for those uh you'll be able to catch me on canucks after dark Every Monday night, 10 p.m., unless we reschedule a little bit. So make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, the link's in the description because, you know, I might not be on here a lot unless there's any sort of big news. Um, what am I missing here? I think that's basically it. Um, you know, the, the Canucks are going to play for five and a half months. Uh, when they come back, I will hopefully be here. And uh, if I don't see most of you, if you guys don't tune into Canucks After Dark or You're just here for some of the, the big, if there's any big trade news or any signing in the off season, um, have a good summer, you know, go enjoy the sun. That's my plan. My plan is to kind of disconnect, uh, for probably June through August and just go outside, golf a lot, have a good time. Uh, so I encourage you all to do the same. Um, and yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's gonna, that's gonna be how we wrap it up. Um, I don't know. I'm not much of a speech guy. Uh, so I hope you all have a good night. I hope you all have a good summer. Um, and hopefully we are doing this more than 82 times next year, maybe a hundred, maybe 105, but maybe just 90. And if the Canucks make the playoffs, that would be nice. Uh, so thank you all very much. Uh, have a lovely summer and I will talk to you all next time.